still like yeah. yeah, no, dry heat is no joke. It, it's like sticking I mean, your head dry in Dry heat is better for your hair. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, really? You humidity and I become Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana. <laughs> oh, well, they open the show. <laughs> That's why in the summer I usually just wear my hair up. Because <laughs> it oh. will go wild. Yes, See, but the problem with the dry heat. Yeah. is you don't have the humidity that's weighing you down, but you are instantly sweating the moment you step outside. So you're just as soaked. Yes. Yeah, and, it's, 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 and then all the salt and crap in your sweat makes, yeah. you, makes you feel gritty and disgusting. And it's just like two seconds out the door. <laughs> hey, Rebecca. Well, in humidity, you sweat, but you don't lose it. <laughs> sort of like you do a dry heat it's just so does that mean does that mean you expand a little you swell up a little yes oh yeah oh yeah I, honestly you do i mean my ankles one of my ankles swells up and my foot swells oh, up and it's like oh, we're gonna, we're gonna oh, oh, hi guys oh, oh anita <laughs> it, 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 it's it's working way better now i, I fixed it i fixed yes. it yes oh yes you guys have a story to tell Yes, I, last I, night I, was, I uh, took Josh hostage for our show tonight after last night. <laughs> so, so the 18 minutes, like we started, I started to have my computer freeze at around the 15 minute mark of our interview. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so we thought I was going to correct itself. I was going to correct itself. Then it froze. It just solidly froze. So I ended up having to reboot my computer twice. First time, but right. I figured out that, okay, I had some pro, I think, there were a couple programs that were interfering with the system. I got rid of them. I think I was right about that. But I also think it was a little bit of an overheat. Now, the official story, though, is J.E. knocked me out and took over the show. That's going to be the official story. <laughs> okay, that's but the, the official story. The official story. Well, uh, oh, no, I, I, I wouldn't want to mess with Jane. Are you kidding with me? I, 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 no, she, 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 are, you, are, you, are, you, are you kidding? Like, I, so the other thing, too, like, I think one of the best surprises when I had Jane on for the first time on my show, mm -hmm. we're a lot alike in like a lot of ways, right? Mm -hmm. We actually are surprisingly a lot alike. So <laughs> I would not want to cry. I, knowing me, knowing her, she's probably like a more intense version of me in some ways. I would not want, I'm not in a million years, not in a million <laughs> years. Right. I'd go the other way as fast I'm as small, I can. but I'm scary sometimes. <laughs> she's got a reputation. Well, it, it, not it, love killing people on paper. On yeah. well, no, here, here's the thing. Like, with all due respect to Anita, because I know Anita's here. Anita yes. openly talks about murder. It kind of makes her a little lot more tame, oddly enough. I don't know why yeah. that is the way it is, but that's just how it is. See, I don't think so. I think but I just she's, she's about telling it. you exactly what you need to no, hear. No, no, no. But that's the thing is, you know where you stand with her. There's, that's, there's a certain refreshing okay. quality that's with that. That's not tame, though. That, that's, that's you're on the level. Well, yeah, but that's okay. But. But Jane, but Jane's nice. She's a nice person, until, uh, right, unless you cross her, then you don't know what she's going to do there, right? Right. right? You don't know what she's going to do yes. to you, right? Right. J like like Anita, it's cut and dry. I I know what I'm going to expect. I've read her work, by the way. Speaking of, Anita's an excellent author. You should definitely check out her work, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Right. But at the, at the same thing, at the same time, I know exactly what I'm going to get with her. Jane has got like like she's like. I'm cool. Like she's very nice and friendly, but also, but again, you step over that line. I think I'm just dead. I'm just dead. Like I'm not even gonna <laughs> like like just just like the oxygen just fall not be in. You a little like like peel back your fingernails. Yeah. See now might, now don't let the evil come out too much, Shane. Oh come don't, on. Oh, no I, no I, no. I, keep <laughs> keep some mystery to it. Keep a little true. mystery. Mystery actually makes you a little scarier. It's true. Yes. <laughs> well. When I started going like this at home, oh. I didn't speak. I just started to do this, and my kids would run. Yep. Because it's yeah, like, mom, it gets... mom doesn't get mad often, but oh, my God, run when she does. <laughs> See, Margaret, I don't know you well enough to actually make a, font, a firm opinion about you. Right? <laughs> I, I, would, I, 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 I would say Anita might be chaotic. No, I don't know about chaotic evil. <clears throat> Right, maybe I, I almost almost feel like maybe lawful evil. I, I somehow mm -hmm. feel like it, she's got like a certain code of conduct, and if you cross it, it's over. But it's cut and dry. Like I feel like mm -hmm. Anita's cut and dry, right? I don't think Jane. I don't think Jane's evil. I think it's like maybe right, maybe neutral, right? Right? Yeah, I don't like know. yeah, law, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
which is that in some ways the most terrifying form of evil, in my opinion. But that's neither here nor I there. Yeah, because lawful evil, they, you know what the punishment is going to be. And yes. once it comes, it comes. There is no sympathy. There is no mercy. Well, you did it. Now you get paid for it. Well, 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 well there's that. But there's also the, the, here's the, here's the really terrifying thing. C.S. Lewis talks about this is when people. Um, <laughs> I'll take that. Right, right. What am I? I'm very curious what people think about me on this one. But um, I would say you're actually chaotic good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You like right. to you like to stir the pot a little. You like to poke the bear, but it's it's all done in fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. I'm just I, I, I'm just I'm I'm I I'm just an open asshole about that. <laughs> when I do that, I'm just open about it. I don't necessarily want to. I don't necessarily want to hurt anybody, but I will call you on your shit. And, and yeah. I don't care who you are, right? So, um, but but the thing about it is, um, with uh, lawful lawful evil, is they usually they usually think they're right too, and that's what makes them scary. Mm -hmm. That's actually yeah. what makes them really scary. It's mm -hmm. not that they're following the law. It's that their law. It's their law, and they're right. And mm -hmm. there's nothing you can say about it. Chaotic evil doesn't care, but there's a certain fairness to it right and then there's what, what, what what's the other one lawful chaotic it's fair because it's not because you don't know where and it's coming isn't it lawful neutral and chaotic yeah and neutral yeah. and neutral somewhere neutral is a sociopath they're predictable if nothing else right so i mean they're so they're, i wouldn't be on the neutral side no you're definitely not <laughs> you're definitely not <laughs> Hold i on, get i, I get i get <laughs> I, I usually I either get ENFJ or EM I uh, IJ or, or right, so I'm either I get the intellectual or I get the feeling. It depends on the day. Yeah, I, I, I usually get ENFJ. Uh, chaotic, chaotic, kind of nice. Is it <laughs> ENFS, whatever. Yeah, there, we there we go. Can I make that any bigger? There we go. Yeah, I'm I'm chaotic good. <laughs> I am definitely chaotic. I don't know what I am. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what I am. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I'm. Maybe I am the true neutral. I don't know. I was. I was trying to read. I, 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 <laughs> you, know, you, you have a conscience. You do have. There's a, there's a chaos yeah. to you. Yeah. There, there's a bit of chaos in there. Mm -hmm. No, I, I'm definitely chaotic good. I that is pretty much me to a T. I don't care about <laughs> the standard rules. I'll tell you actually a really fun story. Um, and then we'll get into where we we're like getting into it. I uh, so I'm in Calgary, back in Calgary. I get pulled over by the C train. I'm so chill with the two cops that are pulling me over. I try to like I try to walk by, I get caught, but once I get caught, I'm just I'm just chill. Right. Mm -hmm. They ended up sending five police officers on me to write me a ticket. What? Yeah. No, because I didn't react. I was giving eye contact. I was just being me. Right? Um, she has a conscience, Rebecca. She has her own. She has other things, too, but she does have a conscience. So it's like. <laughs> so. Yeah. She does understand right from wrong. So yes. Yes. not true evil. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, but they were, they were like, to me, you're behaving really weird. And I just go, I'm sorry you feel that way. I just, because I'm looking at them dead in the eyes and oh, uh, the word choice. Oh, no, it's just, it just, it, just, it is, I, I don't, it's not even this word choice. It's, it's just, I am cooperating. I cooperated with them, but they were just, again, they just, they were perturbed because I just, I did, didn't, just didn't know how to take you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were just so perturbed about it because I just wasn't, I wasn't resisting. Mm -hmm. But and I was cooperating, but I was giving them my contact. I wasn't going under any of the authoritative crack. I'm just I just was looking at them like people, and that's a very it's a very interesting thing. It's, I'm not being violent. I'm just being me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, yeah, it's just oh, that we're I'm, giggling. <laughs> yeah. But the, that's that, why that, I was that, giggling. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 again, I didn't, I didn't say Jane was perfect. That's all right. Let's just be honest about yes. that. Well, nobody's perfect. And, and no. I apparently can babble for 35 minutes straight. Yeah, <laughs> back to that story of what happened. We like went way up. And I didn't even get to that. 
<laughs> and, oh. and I have to thank Anita because, you know, because she was there in the comments and, and it actually helped me <laughs> get through it because I was like, at some point I'm like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, no, it's totally like, wow. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. and by the way, this is how I actually got to be, by the way, the original story of me crashing is how I also became on the guests on the show tonight. It was like, do you want to come on? We don't have a guest. I'm like, sure. I'll come on. I got no problem with it. And, and and for those watching and listening on Monday, I so I'm doing two interviews that day. In the afternoon, early afternoon, I'm interviewing a band, heavy metal at like band from Israel called Stormbound. Right. Yeah. I, 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 like my show has expanded in terms of my guest range. I have I do metal bands on a regular basis now. It's kind of cool. Um, and and then I have Jane in the evening. So I'm got, it's going to be a rocking, like a, literally a rocking Monday, like both, yes. both shows. <laughs> yep. 8, yes. 8 p.m. Eastern time. That is correct. Yes. 8 p.m. So Eastern for hers, 2 p.m. Eastern for the band. So. Yes. so Jane, what did you talk about for all that time when you were just babbling into the I have no fucking clue. <laughs> You just, I got, that's no, the worst nightmare when a you're bit about writing about my stories about my kids about my my um kayaking <laughs> oops sorry uh my kayaking uh experience on vacation which was funny um so i i did a little bit of this a little bit of that and then i was like i don't know i showed my teeth my shirt and then i apologized for showing my boobs because it was just right there so yes, because <laughs> I had, I had a. Um, so a, she's flashing people. So clearly oh, not strange. good. <laughs> and, and, and in order to see the whole, it was Eddie in his in his playing guitar playing. So oh. I stood up to show that, and you know, yes. I, I actually, I actually was, um, I, of all the people this was to happen to, I, Jane is the one I'm actually happiest it happened to, ironically enough, because. <laughs> There's not many. I have a few guests I could pull it off, but like Joe could do it, yeah. um, right? I have a few, but some of them are. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could see that. I, I with your personality, Michael, I could see that. Yep. Yeah, it it really is the personality match. If you you are, it's not even like your personality has to be good and their personality has to be. If you connect with them. Your personalities mesh. There's never, there's never a problem. But if you guys rub each other the wrong way, that's when the thing is, I didn't, they didn't rub me the wrong way, right? I was, you that was them the wrong way. Absolutely, something they were feeling from you. So yeah. they called for five cars for backup. They called for five. They called for five, <laughs> like three other officers. Two, like okay, so logically, two officers make sense. It does make sense. If I was a psychopath. Sure. It's good to have at least two. Like it's good to back yourself up. Two, I understood. When it got to five, I was like, "This is a little excessive." Like for a ticket, like we having a party, guys. I mean, right. do, do we yeah. need to like find a location, get some beer? It, it, it's good, it's <laughs> good to know, it's good to know that if I ever decide to become to become a like whatever, like they're mm -hmm. like I I scare I scare cops enough that they actually have to come in multiples. I think it's I think they get a I get a kick out of that. I get a kick out of that. So. Because I mean, you've seen me. It's like I'm not the most physically imposing guy in the world, but it's just like maybe just mm. I just don't care. I don't know. You made eye contact. <laughs> That's probably it. Because most people cower or try to make excuses <laughs> or bribe or bargain to get out of tickets, and you're just like, all right. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. I, 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 love, I love the time that I got pulled over going to school. It was right after I got engaged, and I must have been going 110 in a. 55. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the cop pulls me over and, and he goes, do you know how fast you're going? I said, no, I just got engaged. <laughs> I said, I have no idea how fast I was going. And I showed him my ring. <laughs> it's just like, and I don't think he knew what the hell to do. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a seatbelt infraction and told to slow down. <laughs> wow. You got off light. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, he said, normally I would have to take it in, but I, he goes, I'll, I'll give you a break. 
Yeah. No, it's like, like sometimes, sometimes this is, we like. This like, is why my husband drives because if I'm driving, I'm a speed demon. You're a speed demon. Yeah. Yes, I am a speed demon. I, I, I'm actually terrified about that by myself. I somehow feel I will be one of those speed demons myself. Right. <laughs> um, yes. I, right. Mm -hmm. um, intuitive and sensory, by the way, Michael, intuitive attempts to go by intuition. All right. Oh, you know. Um, it was it was the eighties. Come on, we didn't have to. It, it, it. Oh, that's it. I got. I got. I was supposed to. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> We're just like on three I'm different conversations. Okay? Yeah, no, totally. Like, wait, like you guys want to get to the topic? We totally can. We started like with me, like yeah, but it's just like let's just have some conversations, right? I, I'm enjoying the way this keeps like going in different directions and then converging again. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's totally fine. Like, like I said, this is your show. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just here to be the pretty one today. So. I was just answering the question. I, I'm enjoying finding out how Jane did because that that is one of those things where when you're well, stranded Anita, Anita, on a live show. Anita said I did pretty good. Yeah, no, like, she oh, did. She did. Yeah, no, it, no, like she's like Jane. Jane can like legitimately hold her own. Like, there's a few. Like, I could tell you, like, there's a few guests. I would be like, yes, I think you can do it. There's a few guests. I'm like, oh okay, my god. Maybe, they're maybe, bail. <laughs> maybe, and then there's some. It's like, it's like oops. Yes. <laughs> I, I just, I just know. Like, I, I can usually, I like the, like, I, I mean, some people can surprise you, but as a general rule of thumb, it's like, mm, I don't think you can do it, right? Well, so. your audience now knows that that situation was probably the my worst nightmare situation. <laughs> But you did it though. Yes, you made it. I, I don't like, like honestly, like you're, you're, you're comp, like you're a confident speaker. You're, you're fun. You're a fun person to be around. I think, yeah, honestly, you can carry a show on your own if you want to. Like you can totally do it. Um, you know, I, I have, I have a lot of practice at it. But I mean, when it comes right down to it, there's a lot of people that can do a really good job on their own given the opportunity. I'm sorry, it happened the way it did. I felt really bad about that. It, it, it was, yeah. It, it's technology. Yeah. Technology fails sometimes. <laughs> and you have to just flow with it. <laughs> well, that de it, it depends on why you're smiling. That's 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 what that's that's what it comes down to, Michael. Yes. It actually depends on why you're smiling. I I, I uh, so like I said, my dad my, like my background, my dad actually was born in Detroit in the sixties, civil rights movement, mm -hmm. all that stuff. He grew up in some of the rougher areas of the city for the yeah. first good first yeah. chunk of his life. So I got stories, man. I got stories just from him alone. I'd be like, and the thing is like, um, it, it, it's, it, it, again, the world in some ways the world has changed some ways it has not. And it's mm -hmm. one of those things where you just got to look at it and go, okay. Like that's, that's, that is, that was the time that was the place. And, but like I said, you'd be surprised. Like people can, it's why you smile. Me, it'd be like I said, at those five cops, if I had really smiled, probably would have been shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank God that didn't happen. Yeah. Thank you. Thankfully it did. Like, like, uh, well, I'm in Canada too, so it's not likely to happen here. But I mean, it's just one of those, it's one of those situations like we like where you just got to be like real. It's like, it is what it is, right? So, mm -hmm. but yeah, generally speaking, if you can get along with somebody, if you can find common ground with someone though, they are far less likely to be like, they might disagree with you. They may have to do something like give you a slap on the wrist, like they did with Jane. Mm -hmm. Like they sometimes that has to happen, but it'll mm -hmm. be as light as they possibly can do it yes. at that point, right? As long as you're not an asshole about it, they will they let you off. Not me. Well, an another time I I um I was in my it was my dad's car, <laughs> and he didn't have updated insurance. Mm -hmm. So my father got the ticket for not having updated insurance. I didn't get a ticket. <laughs> There was a karaoke. Apparently, I've missed a lot of shows. There was a bar last night. There was a karaoke earlier. Good lord! I, I, I found out about the bar right right at the end. But even so, like my computer was down for most days. I yeah. had to be Mr. Maintenance, so I I missed yes. it. I I was sad because it was Joe's Joe's last bar. It was kind of like oh, it was the uh, last one. It's his last. Yes. It was his last Aww. Joe's bar. Yeah. yeah, so I was sad. But I so I did. I still have a little message for Joe. Like I actually, and I'll just say it here. Special shout out to Mark Watson and Con Lavery. Uh, whenever we did one words collide, Joe, myself, like, up until as long as they were live, like myself, Mark, and Con were always there. Cool. Mm, cool. Well, I'm and sorry Margaret. I missed it. 
I was running yeah. around last night. I had, because my house was completely out of order this week, I was picking up groceries. I was dropping the kids oh, off yeah. their dads. I mean, I was didn't yeah. get home until like eight o'clock. Mm. So and, and we were out on the deck talking with our neighbor until like eleven fifteen. Oh, wow, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, and 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 I was shivering because I was in my shorts, my sleeveless shirt and shorts, and it was you know like sixty five degrees. <laughs> I want <laughs> or, some of that. Low. Like I'm a little cold. I didn't say anything because I was enjoying the conversation, but I'm like I'm sitting here like. <laughs> I can't wait till it starts to cool down. It. Knock on wood. I don't want to say too much and jinx it, but it seems like this is the first year we're actually getting monsoon season. Ooh. We have not had a decent monsoon season in probably 10 years. Well, that's and good, though. So far, we've gotten more rain than I can remember getting oh. at this, the right time of the year because August is usually our rainy season, or yeah. at least it used to be. Mm -hmm. Since the end of July, we've been having probably two to three good storms every week. Oh, nice. So here, we've also had more moisture. Uh, up until May, we actually had snow in May. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes, we, I, no, so that when we, because here's the thing. Alberta, I'm right near the mountains. I'm an hour away. I miss those mountains so I'm much. sure you do. <laughs> so I'm much. sure you do. My goal is hopefully, hopefully everything works out magically for me in the next few months. Because if it does, I might just decide, you know what, springtime next year, I might just go back. Because I really, really, really miss those mountains. Aww. I really, really do. Mm -hmm. you, you live there for six months. It totally is a different feeling. But, like, I it's can still see It's beautiful up there. No, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We're supposed to get a 100-year flood this year. Uh, Rebecca but, said, <laughs> but like, 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 this is this is our first heat wave, like our first serious heat wave. Like, we've hit 30 degrees, 30 degrees south is about 105 degrees a few times. But mm -hmm. to be honest with you, right, this is this is it. Like, this is the uh, um, this is the warmest it's been, right? Mm -hmm. And I say that as the guy wearing, you know, totally black, I mean, like the hottest day of the year. Right. So. Yeah. No, I, I uh, yeah. Next, next year we're going back to Alaska. So, yeah. So, yeah. Your, your audience knows about my cruises, knows about the weddings, knows about all this other stuff. I was, nice. I was just like, okay, what do I talk about? So, yeah. Wait, so. the city destroying floods. So, it, Vegas isn't going to get destroyed. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Margaret said that that uh, she was watching New Mexico monsoon season drone footage on TikTok, and I said that New Mexico gets some crazy storms that create haboobs. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what those are, that is because all the dust that gets kicked up from the oncoming storm, it literally creates a wall of oh. sand and dust and debris yeah. that is thick <clears throat> as soup, and it comes mm -hmm. right before the storm hits. Mm. That's kind of gross. You see those in Arizona, New Mexico, and then in like the Middle East. Mm -hmm. And they are crazy. I've I've been a passenger through one of those before. And it literally like you hit a wall and you cannot see anything in front of you until mm -hmm. you clear it. And then right afterwards, it's like hail. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Rebecca knows. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we don't get dust storms up here, but we get like everything else, like everything else, sometimes in the same day, right? Sometimes like, like I remember my first year I lived in Calgary, this is back in like 2003, 2004, yeah. I was looking for a job. In that, in that time I was looking for a job, it was sunny, rainy, cloudy, sunny and raining. I've never seen that before in my life. I've seen right? that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I, I was, yeah, I was just like, no, no, it wasn't, I'm not done. Hail, it hailed. Went back to sun, went back to cloud, rained again, and that was like a two-hour process. It was just no like snow in there, schizophrenic though. weather. No yeah. snow. I've, oh, yeah. I've had I've driven through snow when there have been no clouds and sun. That's awesome. That that's like where is this coming from? Is there a cloud right over my car? <laughs> you're thinking that you're, you're Charlie Brown and it's going with you. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest <laughs> being outside when a haboob comes through. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, and Margaret is apparently on the doomsday kick right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I can kind of understand. Yeah. Yeah, sun snowstorm. Yes, exactly. It was it was bizarre. Weather <laughs> tales with authors. I like that. Yes. That's what I'm going to yes. title this when we're done. Weather tales with authors. With the T A L E Z. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, speaking of Joe's bar and Josh and and Joe, you know, and all of that. You want to show one of one of uh. Josh oh yeah, we were going to talk about your advertising. Yes, I yes. want to talk about your advertising because yes. I got one too. <laughs> yeah. um, All right, well, lead us into it. Tell us well, about how well, you started so it. Uh, so, give, give us the build up. Okay, so the long story short, I was interviewed for a podcast job in about, I'll say, four months ago. <clears throat> the job was basically interview businesses, get report footage, do micro ads, and for social media accounts, which is like. I thought about that for a second. It's like, wait a minute. I can do pretty much all of this on my own and make more money. And consequently, <laughs> right? So, but the, but the idea was I would, my whole idea is people connect to people. They only necessarily connect to products that connect to people and ideas and experiences. So the idea is I would create, I can create an ad campaign or even just a single ad that encapsulates you your, or your story. And, uh, you know, I, I've been very fortunate. I've had some clients so far. I might have actually just gotten another one today, which is weird. And then, but, but I was thinking about like in between the gap of clients, how am I going to advertise this? I'm like, well, I got my podcast and I can just take in, in images in the podcast or in stories in the podcast and advertise them. So Joe was my very first one, my attempt at this. I talked about the decentralization of publishing. And that's literally the first clip. And it did something like over a thousand, 13, it's currently at 1,371 views on TikTok. Well, so let's take a look at it. Yeah. Yes. All right. Kickstarter is still relative from an author point of view. And mm -hmm. untapped, it's still very untapped. There, there, are, there are some people that do well with it. Like Russell Nolte is yeah. the man. He's the fucking yeah. man at Kickstarter. Madeline Holland Rossi, she does really good on it. She's 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 yeah. She's, I'm I'm finally getting her on the show. I'm actually really happy about this because I've never had her on the show. I'm getting her on it. Uh, it, was, it was it was supposed to be this week, but she like she got she got caught with something. We'll lose her business, but you should come out and on again in a couple weeks. And yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. But no, there are some people like the thing about Kickstarter is. Um, it's not just a Kickstarter, it's unbound. Like the thing about writing in general today, there are so many roads. Yeah. And unless you are Jonas Saul or Stephen King or J.K. Rowling or Brendan Sanderson, even, or Tosca Lee or, or Diana Goblin, someone of that, like, and I'm, there's other authors in that, in that echelon too. But Jonathan you, Mayberry. Oh, yeah. There's a lot like there. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, and by the way, folks, if I if you feel like I'm knocking, I'm not. It's what has happened, and the word is publishing has decentralized. Yeah. And because it has, and because it's decentralized, what's happened now is if you build, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Traditional publishing doesn't market like it should, and because it doesn't market like it should, you have this opportunity of building an audience on your own. So now you're in this really weird space. If you get to a certain audience, why would you go there? Yeah. Like, what's in it for you, right? And and, and because I don't necessarily, I don't again, I don't give a shit about awards or tradition. Like, I don't, I don't care. So what? I don't care about being recognized. I, 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 none of that shit matters to me. Yeah. You enjoy my books. That's great. That's all I care about. So, and I say it like that because now, because again, that also gives me maximum leverage. Yeah. Right. Because now, again. You, now, now I, I'm not worried about my ego being stroked. I'm worried about getting paid. Again, slightly different perspective. So there, right? I mean, there's precedence for this, though. There's precedence. Yeah. I mean, uh, I I was in it. I was in the music industry when it collapsed, and uh -huh. the music industry had this arrogance about it. The, the the big the big the big music moguls had a big arrogance about it, and they continued to shut down. You know, the just like artists were making subtle demands. You know. Let's can we get can we get one more percentage on our points for for off the gate of uh, concerts? Can we get one more percentage off? They were making very subtle demands and they were being shut down, and and you could only do that so much to people. And then and then the artistry itself was being so sanitized and so 
you know, uh, formulaic at that point. And I think the publishing industry, especially the traditional publishing industry, is falling victim to that a little bit. And like you said, somebody with a great idea, a brand new idea that you know will blow up, the publishing industry doesn't look at it that way. They look at it, is it a safe bet kind of idea? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's that is the mistake that they're making. And it's going to cost them. It is going to hurt their business. And if they don't pivot, because the film industry went through this about ten years ago with indie film, and they pivoted. They decided to change everything they were doing. They started doing things on digital. They started they started embracing uh, divisions within their bigger bigger companies like Lionsgate and 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 DreamWorks. They had smaller divisions where they were producing their own indie films and putting their money behind indie film. And the film industry thrived because of it, and they survived. That's... Hello, we are back. <laughs> yeah, we're in different spots. That's okay. Yes. Yeah, we're playing musical spots now. <laughs> yes, we are. So that was good. Oh, that, yeah. that was a good little snippet, and I like the the link at the end to send people where they can listen to the full show, yeah. drive the traffic. It, it's been interesting. To, it's been interesting to watch it. Like like for me, like the benefit for this has been TikTok, but also LinkedIn. Like I said, I started doing these videos literally this those those ones literally this week. And what I noticed is, okay, so in LinkedIn, I get something like between 30 and 50, like, uh, impressions. I'm currently at 750. So that's four videos. That's like five videos in a week. So it's just like, I'm watch. I watch this. I also got a job interview next month because I think I'm because of what I did there. So it's just like one of those, it's one of those things where I realized like it's doing this kind of thing is very beneficial because if you are looking to get yourself out there, like, it's not just about your product, it's about you. And you have, and especially as an author, you're, I mean, you're a brand. Like if people can relate to you, people are going to buy your stuff, right? People don't just buy things, they buy experiences and feelings. That's what stories do do, right? And you can market a story that way too. But it's, I think in the long term for most authors, it's beneficial to market themselves. Yeah, we've talked about that plenty of times. Authors yeah, have cool. to be marketing themselves, but they've also got to do it in a way that feels natural, in a way that yeah. doesn't feel like you're giving a hard sell. You got to make yourself as interesting as your work, pretty much. Or it's got to be you. Like, like thing is, human beings are always interesting, right? It's just, but it's recognizing what everybody values. Like when I did Jane's videos, which I'll probably show a little bit later on. I realized the two big things Jane cared about were her kids and freedom. And it's a big part of her brand and like a lot of her books touch on all those things. Right. So that was the focus on most of it. Also the fact that she's like a workaholic and insane workaholic. That's where the, right. That, that's the other part. But if you want someone that does a really good example of constant advertisement, look at Jane's, like look at Jane's socials. Like she's always going. She is <laughs> on, on all the platforms. Well, let's, let's look at Jane's video. Okay. All right. <laughs> 18 months and eight books just poured out. So those were all stories in my head for so long. And it just poured out. And it took two years after that to edit and get them right. Yeah, but, but that's that's impressive as hell. Like I yeah. like I'm I just like I said, I can I can comfortably do and they're just they're different sizes, mm-hmm. three books a year. Yeah. I watch your output and I'm like, damn. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I, I, yeah. You know, four four novels, two or three short stories consistently. Yeah. So so it, it and you know, and I'm getting better at my edits. You know, it doesn't take me two years to edit, but you know, that was eight books. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, two years, eight books. That's about right, actually. Yeah. That is about right. Like yeah. that's that's about three months a book. Yeah, I got, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's about right. That's yeah. about my that's about my pace. So. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Like it was a really simple. Again, just taking that, like, and I did a whole like a big campaign with her too because of uh, what it was. So there's there's so much information about her, and it spread throughout and spread throughout my social platforms. The other cool thing about an ad like this too, even if the book sale stuff is done, you can put it on your website, your newsletter, you can put it in places where it's evergreen. Because I'm talking about you, and Mm -hmm. that right, and not so much your books. Oh yeah. I'm marketing it's your not books. today's flavor. It's 
the whole yeah. ice cream pot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's the whole thing, right? So it's been interesting doing this because, it, like, I, I mean, there's definitely some ups and downs. I also learned a very valuable lesson. I'm never doing it too. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. God. <laughs> Wait, he's still there? He's still sort of there. Oh, you're oh, there. Yeah, I'm still there. Yeah. Kind of there, yeah. Wait. Am I there? I can hear your voice. Uh oh, you're getting choppy. Okay, cool. Your video is getting choppy. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Actually, dude, I have a, I don't know what's going on exactly. On Murphy's second. Law. Yep. Yes, of course. There we go. That's, that's a good stop where, where you are. Oh, there you are. There, there you go. Kind of, sort of. Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> this is this is how it started last night too. <laughs> so there good. Well, here, how about we put on the last video uh, and the, hopefully that'll let Josh reset. Yeah. And yep. if He's not, back. we'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah. But exactly. this last one is with yeah. Jaden Estrada. Oh, everybody yes. loves him. Fan favorite. Yes. Here we go. We Hogan Hogan versus versus The Rock. That was actually a really good match. It I was, was surprised that it was like, I was like, oh, let's see what's, what it's going to be. And it's one of the best, like, you know, big name matches that I've ever seen. Um, Have you ever watched it with the volume down? No. Watch it with the volume down and watch it with the volume up. It is such a, you, you, you will look at the match differently you put, because, because the crowd makes that match. Mm. The crowd being so into it made that match. But they didn't, that, have, to that, do, they didn't that, have to do anything and they didn't, but it was yeah. great. No, th that goes for anything. Um, I've seen Pearl Jam live quite a few times. Uh, the best crowd that I've seen Pearl Jam with was in Cleveland. The crowd was so invested, and it was it was amazing. And when it comes to crowds, I'll I'll, I'll give a shout out to Puerto Rico. If you if you have a good band and you give a hell of a show in Puerto Rico, they're going to show you a lot of love and. Yeah. In terms of wrestling, I also saw uh, saw a pay per view there. I forgot what the name of the pay per view was. Um, but there's a couple of things when they when they when they punch people, it's like ha ah, ah, er, the entire crowd ha, ah, and then he winds up, everyone goes ah, ah, and stuff like that. You go like this was, it's like when you go and see a movie, and everyone is adding to the experience. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's and that's totally the Hogan Rock match. That is totally the Hogan Rock match. Completely. Like when, when when people laugh, when they have to laugh, when they have to scream, when they again uh, there, there any performance, there's there's a rhythm to a to a performance, and when hmm. the, the performance hits a certain point, it doesn't matter what you do. I, I, I and that's, that's true whether you're going to watch a rock show or a wrestling match or even getting laid. There's a point. There's a point in it where you actually don't have to do much anymore. Everybody's in the experience, and that's that's it. Like, you, you, right? It, it's 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 the experience that people are are into. If you can stimulate that part of things, doesn't matter what it is in life. You will. That's why. Get, that's why soccer is what it is in 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 Europe yeah. and in South America and Central America and Mexico and. and well. Josh didn't come back. Aww. Dang it. Well, hopefully he reboots and he comes back okay. Yes. It sucks that he's yeah, having so I much technology so. problems right now. Well, that that the is the heat, worst. The heat, yeah, the heat, he said, you know, may, may have done something yesterday. And if you're in, a, in, a, in a, an apartment that's, you know, not air conditioned, and that's him now. <laughs> um, <laughs> he said, hope to be right back. All right, well, thumbs up like last night. <laughs> but yes, um his his services were fantastic. Yeah, I so like these snippets. Know. Like he picks yeah. just the, the right spots of interest, yep. keeps them under five minutes, you know, so it's not too long, they're not too short. You get enough information that leaves you wanting more. That's perfect. Right. You know, and and you know, when he did my stuff, he did a combination of mostly me, but then he did a couple of, of, uh, wicked, wicked heart. So, um, I like yours at the end with the book cover and the music. Yes. It, it just, yep. yeah. Good finish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he says he's almost back and, and <laughs> editing videos. I know Joe's in the audience. I, I hate editing videos. Yeah. I think that, that 
is such tedious work and oh, yeah. it's not the kind of work I like to do. No, I mean, I did that in a previous life. I was yep, a film, yep, I remember. film editor and, you know, the editing suites of news and news clips and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's not exactly. If you have the right tools and it's patience. a little easier, it, it's a little easier, but even so, it's it's tedious. You know, seconds, every down to the millisecond. You know, where you do the cut and then put something, <laughs> marry it. We, we I did, did my whole wedding video. I had really? two and a half, I had two and a half hours of footage. Wow. And I made it a half an hour. So I, wow. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I crammed it and I, you know, I was able, they, they, they put it on film or put it on tape for me. And then I did all the edits um, onto a, D, you know, a DVD. Not a DVD, a VCR at that time, and then now it's on DVD. <laughs> but Props yeah, to you and anybody else who can do that. Oh, it, oh, it, that was just, I, I, and I sped, I sped up the you know reception lines, so everybody's like this. <laughs> but I got to see everybody. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, and I had music tracks and everything. So oh no, oh, we're yeah. dating ourselves now. Oh yes, who remembers VHS? I think all of our audience remembers VHS tapes. Well, yeah, I was, I was, I worked at the television station 88, uh, 89 through 91. And then I went into insurance. Okay. So like three or four years and then insurance. I was still a little one then. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, like Zoe's wow. age back then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right here. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. I'm older than you think. <laughs> but yeah. I've got used to not that. like it because it was tedious. Yeah. yeah. But when you do something cool, it is it is worth it. That's true. Hunter but, is exactly. actually learning to do video editing. He's been uh he has a new channel now. Something mm -hmm. happened with the old one, so he had to restart his channel. Mm -hmm. And he's now taking videos from his sister's VR when he's playing games. Mm -hmm. and he's sending them to his computer. He's yeah. editing them, creating transitions, and then loading them yeah. up to YouTube. And I, I watched them. I watched one of his videos the other day, and I, I caught some of the <clears> transitions <throat> that looked really good. It's mm -hmm. like, where did you learn this? He just taught himself. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes, but how many of you have hundreds of VH? Oh, I do still have a few. Not hundreds. I have but I all still... of the Disney collection. Disney, that's it. <laughs> all of the that's Disney it. collection. And I have a VHS player. <laughs> I actually have one that that writes to DVD now. Oh, cool. I have a, I have a VHS because I wanted to get all those wedding tapes <laughs> transitioned onto DVD. I think so... everybody has Disney on VHS. Yes. That, that was yes. like a requirement. Because... They, they would withhold them. You could only get them during certain times when the vault was open. So you had to yeah. get them. <laughs> <sighs> Likely no longer. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> if they do work, it'll be one time and then they'll break. Yes. He should be he sh he should be popping in soon. He's just logging in now. <laughs> yeah, that's been converted to yeah, VHS. I, I had yeah, they millimeter. were me. Yeah, I had 16 millimeter film from the 20s. Wow. And 30s. And and and, and 50, yeah, the, the, the earlier ones were reels? black and white. Yeah, and I have a reel-to-reel -reel player. What? And I, I yeah, and the ones from the 50s, the 40s and 50s were, you know, New York. I've got the blimp in New York <laughs> and stuff like that. So and and it was it was my um, mom's parents at the end of it. So I transcribed all of that. To, I taped it, and I had one of those little video cameras, and I set it up, and I taped the playing of the thing. So they have it. it their whole family has it. So Aww. yeah, yep, <clears throat> yep, yeah. So it's just like okay, and I still have the player, and I and the camera I have was one of the first color cameras too so it's like okay 
I've never used it. I just have this ancient thing that I don't know what the hell to do with it. <laughs> my, it's my an antique like, now. It, it is. It is. All of it is. Even the player is. But it's just like, okay, what, what do I, I do with it? my dad has one still. I, I, I remember as a kid seeing one. I have antique cameras. Wow. I could have antique guns, but I don't want them in my house. <laughs> <laughs> the old powder puff powder pack ones. Oh my God, like really? The ones that, you, that, that you see the duels? Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. Those are things that you would like put out as like collector's items to, to, to show. I would have to have a shadow box or something. Yeah, yeah. Glass casing and all that. But it's like, I really don't have... That would have gone really well in our billiard room at the old house because we had we had the pool room down there and the bar and all that that would have been perfect for there but we don't have that here <laughs> um yeah you know yeah, that's my, fancy if you've actually got a billiards room yeah, yeah. <laughs> i did i did <laughs> with, with the bar <laughs> there he is hey gone <laughs> am i back you're back yes yeah yeah we're on to another <laughs> random set of topics now. Okay, cool. <laughs> and antique film, filmmaking, editing. And, and guns. And, and guns. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> I, want, I mean, my brother has the antique, well, the, the World War II Japanese Catania. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. That my grandfather got when we, he picked up the first POWs. That's awesome. Yes. So that that I would like, but you know, the older brother gets it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a I'm a bow and arrow guy. I, like, yeah. That's that, that's that's I. It's re oddly relaxing to shoot a ball, which is very very relaxing. Mm. Just it mm. is. I always found guns noisy, mm. right? Well, they I mean, are noisy, but yeah, they're, yeah. You know, well, that's if, the thing. If you like, can hit something with them, they're they're, they're cool. But you know, so, if, so, if you're like me and have to shoot. Aim at somebody's foot to hit them in the heart. Yes. <laughs> Actually, well, no, I no, no, something I, smaller than I have. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, see, guns have two things. They have a kick that's annoying. Yes. Right? They have a mm -hmm. kick that's yeah. annoying and then yeah. noisy. Now, you yeah. can sometimes get a kick with a bow. Like, you shoot a 70 pound bow, it's got a kick, but yeah. you better be strong enough to deal with it. But but, yeah. but it's it's quiet. I like, I just like, I like quiet. Well, there's that, that sound that whoosh, whoosh, Yeah. Like but, yeah. <laughs> It's not. It's, it's it's oddly. It's there's an odd zen to it. There's a real odd zen to it. And yeah, it's, no, it's, it's cool. pretty accurate. <laughs> when I was when I was younger, my parents would get rid of me for the summer and send me away to camp. So I got to do horseback riding and shoot uh, archery and go rock climbing and do all that fun stuff. So I was never upset that they got rid of me for the summer. I was actually kind of happy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, yeah, like so, I love doing that kind of stuff. That was awesome. So when I lived in a place called Park Hill, Ontario, back when my family was all together before separations, divorce, all that stuff, my backyard was an archery range. My friends and I would come shoot in the back all the time. It's fun. So fun. Ooh. Right? Um, yeah. No, it, it's totally meditative. Like, that's why I like it so much. Right? I'm probably comfortable, most comfortable with a 30 to 50 pound bow. Probably to get back into shape for it, I probably would do a 30. But eventually, I brought like 50 as a comfort zone. You don't need a 70 unless you really, really want to do some bad things to somebody. But I mean, yeah, right. 70 pound bows are strong. Shooting, you don't need that fancy. The, mu the music's coming from where I'm at, Rebecca. It's 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 currently in. Uh, I'm currently in a Starbucks because again, it's over it overheated. What happened? That this crash here. Now, when I was at my house, it took an hour to restore my system. Here, it was like three minutes. Oof. So. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Chuck E. Cheese. There's no balls here, dude, Joe. There's no balls. Oh. No ball pin, huh? No. That was my favorite thing about Chuck E. Cheese. Like, the ball pin was always fun. And, and, oh, and mind you, he's got the music there. I have a bass beat because they have a, a band at the um, ball field at the right. campground. My husband's like, it's really quiet in here when he came to get his drink. <laughs> it's really loud out there. 
<laughs> so we know what you're doing after the show. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't blame her. I, I'd be doing it too. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, we'll have an hour. We'll have about an hour left. <laughs> now, how long are you guys going to be out at the uh, the trailer now that it's starting to cool down? October fifteenth is close weekend. Okay. Um, but we're not sure if we're going to close that weekend or the night. So it depends on the weather. Mm. In September, we can get we can get the you know the, the fall heat. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, bombs. <laughs> okay. No, right. the, uh, um, Rebecca's got some interesting neighbors. Yes, yeah. No bored neighbors. That's that. That that sound. That's um. That, that, no, no, no. It, 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 see, see. Some people see just don't learn. Well, no, it, yes. it, it's not that you're bored. I, I don't know where wherever Rebecca is. I used to live. I used to live in a place called Snowflake, Arizona. She lives in South Carolina. Okay, so it's probably <laughs> the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else to do. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna look for some stupid. Like, 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 you're gonna look for trouble. That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna be bored. You're gonna try stuff. Sometimes it's really constructive. I mean, that's why a lot of bands come from the middle of nowhere sometimes. Like, I got nothing else to do. Then, uh, then every once in a while, you deal with a neighbor that likes to shoot and, and blow stuff up. And, and that's another. It's not doing its job. Oh, no, yeah, it totally is. No, no, no. It's, it's... Yeah, we don't shoot on our property. We have a, a gun range that we go to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is, which is what you but should do it. We're responsible owners. <laughs> yeah, most most gun owners are most of yes. them, right? Yes. So it's one of those it's one of those things where you got to look at it and kind of go, okay, where are you? What's your neighborhood oh, like? God. So the other thing about Darwinism, here's the thing, guys: life is unfair. It's done that way on purpose because if life was fair, most of us would be dead. Most of us, not all of us, but most of us would be. So that's why life's unfair. It's kind of like a failsafe. On the minus side of it, though, it's not a perfect system. Some people stay alive maybe a little longer than they should. But maybe, maybe <laughs> that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, North, I, North Carolina, I, not South Carolina. My my bad. I've got family in both. Cops and even two. <laughs> can you blame them? <laughs> I, no, no, I wouldn't go there either. <laughs> like, like, if you're a cop, like, do you want to know? If you're an EMT, it's like... Oh God! Why? Like, like why yes. am I here again? Right? Not it. <laughs> What's just it? Like, eventually you run out. Like, like here, here's the thing. Like, they're human beings too. You know, someone's doing stupid shit. Let's just say, for lack of a better, like stupid stuff. You can't stop them, really. Like, no matter how what we say, hey, no worries. And oh, oh, by the way, you got some love earlier in the episode too. I hope you saw. I hope you saw it. Um, but. Uh, the, uh, the thing about the thing about that is, right? It, it you get to that point where it's like, oh man, he, I, I got there again. It's probably gonna be the same stupid thing I did last time. And, a cop, and if you're a cop, there's there's there are points. They're just you just cops know everything. Like if you know if you're in the neighborhood long enough, you learn everything. And then there comes this question of, do I really do something about? Am I really gonna do anything about this? Is this really gonna change anything? Like it's. Uh- it sounds like this guy was the, the, the reason why pizza boxes now say do not eat the box. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> That's the bottom line. <laughs> yeah, anytime you see a warning label, no matter how yeah. ridiculous it is, it's because somebody did the thing they're warning you against. Yes. And, yes. and that, was, that just, I mean, they should take all warning labels away and just let Darwinian theory. Well, Jane, back me up on this. When your kids are little and they do something stupid, you warn them first. You try and warn them again. After that, you're like, all right, do it. And then yep. when they come crying, you're like, now you I learned. Told you so. I told you. <laughs> it works. Warning, what are you you about Life's generally a great teacher, but I mean, yeah. you know, that that's not always the case, mind you. But that that that. There, yeah, there are some. There, yeah, there are some doozies that I've read recently, and I'm like, really? really? Those, yeah. They See, have at, to have this. <laughs> at the end of the day, people do exactly what they want to do. That is true. Yes, right. but why yeah. warn them if they're going to be idiots? Why? That's my point. Yes, yes, exactly. I'm with uh, you, Richard. <laughs> it might have some critical thinking. Like it, yeah. might have some, it might have some critical thinking. Who knows, right? I don't well, know. Oh, I am sadly aware of this. Yes, yes. I am very yes. sadly aware of this. 
Yes. Right. Right. It and it's like it's such a rare thing these days. I mean, like your generation has it more theoretically more than mine does, and it's frightening when I deal with people like in your generation that have less than me. I worry. I'm like, what yes. happened here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's no, it because, and I sound like, that might sound like, that might sound really thing, but the thing is, again, look at how education has evolved. Senil okay. Senility earlier. Our education has devolved, unfortunately. Yes, we we know more technology stuff. But the education system itself is devolving because it's not educating for today's needs. It's educating right. for, you know, when it was created. It was that assembly right. line system of education. So it's devolving. It's not growing with the times. Like well, it's I, I, to be. I, when, I, when I meant to say how is it evolved, I should say how it changed. There's the okay. word choice there, right? Yeah. It used to be okay. There are like we have technology today. I actually think like generation, like on any generation under me by about five years, probably knows more stuff than me. Probably. They have no idea how to take that and solve a problem. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, shit. Yes. They, my kids, their school has to have like 15 standardized tests during the year. Yeah. They take one test four times a year. That is a test meant to tell the teacher how much they understand. Now, if the teacher's teaching the class, the teacher knows what kids are understanding, what kids aren't understanding. Why do they have to take a test four times a year? And that's just one standardized test to measure the kids and tell exactly where they are. It's ridiculous. I, I, we all, I, we all I, feel I like our baby. Second yeah. week of school, they're already yeah. taking this test for the first time this year. Mm -hmm. And it's a yeah, three-day-long test. It's yeah, ridiculous. No. It, 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 it's it's how it goes though. Like that's how it works. And the baby's gone now, Margaret. <laughs> to tell your teacher what level you're at when your teacher should be teaching you and, and through teaching and interacting is, with you, understand if you're getting it right or wrong. She grades the papers. Right. She sees whether or not you're, you're comprehending. It, it, I see that's the thing though. They don't necessarily do that. It's what the standard is, right? If the standard's low, so I remember when I was, I, I my dad gave my teacher showed this in the seventh grade. This is back when I was in, in elementary school. It was, I'd gone from like an 80% to a 60%. She hadn't said a word to anybody, right? But you right? get progress reports. No, get... no, but that but doesn't, doesn't necessarily, but not, no, like that, that she wasn't saying anything. She hadn't mentioned anything about my progress applying to me or anybody else. So mm -hmm. she got to her, so why didn't you say something sooner? Yeah. Right. Why not let him go down to this downward path? Why not just let him know or at least let somebody know? Right. So that. Right. And this is now, again, this is the way it is. Right. They don't necessarily if the standard is a certain level and if they're above a certain level, that's what's going to be like. That's just the way it is. The thing about um, education today, like in your country, especially is it's I been in a few of your states it's yikes it's a general rule of thumb is how i how, how i grade it but um that's not so much better anymore like it, like i said the average kid younger than me knows way more about, about stuff than i do going like from a knowledge base from a wisdom base of figuring putting it all together they don't have it they're not taught that i was one of the last again there was a big difference between when i was taught and when everybody has come under me they're taught very differently so that they can't between my oldest and my youngest in the yeah. way that I mean oh, yeah. core was brought about while my oldest was going through the system. Yeah. My kids refused. <laughs> my daughter's like, I know how to add and subtract. I don't have to do this. Shit. I can't even help my son with his homework because they don't yes. do long division and multiplication right. the same way I was taught. And I right. have no clue how the fuck they get to the number they get to with whatever method they're using. It makes no sense to me. I know. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm math deficient anyway, just like I'm common deficient. But, but it's that assembly line system. When school was initially thought up, it was based on that assembly line learning you know, yeah. style. That doesn't work for today's, you know, technology, the things that kids are learning. I was telling you, my son knows how to edit videos. He's 10. He's already learning how to edit videos taught himself. They're yeah. not following through they're not like growing the system to meet today's needs they're just adding more tests to build a standard and go look we've met the standard that's it yeah, no, that's, is, that's, that's exactly which is it. why so many people are doing homeschooling now yeah well you know, I, 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 I think between that and also the fact like okay 
I can get an education on YouTube how to do stuff. I taught myself I made videos like I showed you guys earlier. Like you saw those guys, right? And um, and you're looking at that like I can get that education on my own now. Yeah. So I think what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen, I think in the next, this is what I think is gonna happen in the next ten years. I think we're gonna go through a major overhaul of everything. We're gonna go through another major, major like we're we're in the midst of another major crisis. Have to, and, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but the thing is, I think I think I I said this on a podcast with a guest. I think the big problem we have as a society, like not is when it, if, we went, if I had to pick just one thing, is that most people do not have any self worth or value they don't see the value in what they do that has to change if people don't if people aren't willing otherwise they're never going to stand up to everything being taken from them this is the thing about like this is the biggest thing i see with a lot of parents a lot of people my my generation and under they don't have self-esteem they don't have self-worth because the way nature the system works you take that away you people go along with anything you got to be willing to stand up and that we got to do that or I think and it's like I think it's gonna be interesting. Well, maybe, may, maybe Margaret, maybe. But at the same time, the, like if I were to, if I were to narrow it down, I think that's a distraction from the real issue. We gotta be like, like back in my day or some other stuff like that. You can you can look at the fact that people fought for more for what they were worth. Mm-hmm. And as a free, I mean, one of the things about learning and being a freelancer in the last last few last couple of years, I've had to learn that hard. Right. I know what I'm worth. I'm not going to go below a certain price point because you won't respect what I do. If I do, I'm going to fight for it. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight anybody for it. And doesn't, I don't care who it is. People have to have that attitude. If you do, maybe the jobs get better. Maybe all these problems that we've created magically just disappear. Well, it won't be magic. It's never magic. No, but I mean, but it's, but I think, I think like if I were to pick one core problem, like to start to fix that's the one i'd start with but anyway that's just me and this this from from josh who is glowing right now yes <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely glowing as you're giving these pearls of wisdom i love it yes yeah. <laughs> the sun is just you right. It just right. just, it's, it's like a total right. visual metaphor right there i loved it yeah that's right, that's right. <laughs> whether I, I i i'm angel or demon i'll leave that up to you but that's i might have heard there but that, that's but what i but that's like what it but that's like i i and it's the biggest thing i see when i interview an author too on a podcast i can see their worth based on just a few little things i can usually get a big general gist of what these how they see themselves and that's um and, and I can tell, and, and sometimes when I see where their sales are at or where things are going, I can kind of understand. Now, again, I've learned this stuff like years. It's taken me years to learn mm-hmm. this stuff. So, but I've learned it on my own. Could you imagine if we had started that at a young age with everybody? If they all had that mm-hmm. basic base sense. Who knows where we'd be right now? Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, that's a good way to end the show. We're at our yeah. hour. Mm-hmm. A positive yeah. note. Yeah. Josh, thanks for for coming on and being our surprise guest. Bye. Thank you. No <laughs> with stories of of interesting uh, computer glitches. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's uh, it seems like I didn't fully solve the problem, but at least it comes back quicker. So it's nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I you go on my show, Margaret. That I I talk about that a lot. I do talk about like self worth because it's huge. Like, uh, I, I, can I plug my crap before I go? Of course. Yes, you can. Yeah. So I'll, I'll do it like this. I truly believe everybody here has something unique to offer. Your voice, your views are you. And you're the only, like, you're the only you that's going to ever exist, right? And so part of the reason why my advertising is built the way it is, it builds on you. No, it's not. No, mm-hmm. it's not. But it's also not mm-hmm. best to even by our peers sometimes. And that's something I've noticed as a, it's a general, it's a big problem all the way around. And so again, looking at my average, that's what I build. I build people, I build projects secondary, but I build people first because I think you are awesome. I love that. So, yeah. Well, thank you again for hanging out with us. Thank you. As always, we love you. You are always welcome to come hang out with us. Can I, can I show one more thing before we wrap up? Just yeah. One more thing. One what more you got? Thing. What you got? I got something cool. Hold on. Let me grab it here. I have it somewhere. Oh, right here. <laughs> so I am working on my first graphic novel. Oh, oh yes. 
So, show, show, show. Hold on, let me make let me make you big here. This oh no! White no. light, white light. The light, the light wrecked it. Up there, up, oh. up, up, up. Yep, there. Oh, there we go. There, there you go. go. Yes. Not too close. So there. So here's a little. I, I'm sorry. It like literally see. vanishes as you push it closer. It's kind of because it, it's like magic. Is, it's, it's magic. <laughs> there we go. So anyway, so this is this is. Um, oh, right now, last story by Victoria Aveyard. That's what I'm reading right now. So I'm going to look at this project. So I left a really cool thing on my Facebook post. If you guys want to get involved in it, I'm drawing cool little stuff on his shelves for the cover. So when I, I asked everybody, put things on your desk, right? What's on your desk? I'm going to put that as little, little Easter eggs throughout the cover. I got to hand this in. I'm a little overdue, um, but I'm going to have a, probably my book cover for lights out probably in a week or two. And then uh, I'm actually starting to draw the book now. So I'm hoping to have that out early next year, written and drawn by me. I never thought I'd get there. It's true. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. There good you job. Go. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. So. Keep up the good work, dude. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. Well, you're Already. doing, not trying. Yes. yes. Oh. You're doing yes. it, which is yes. good. Jane, before we go, anything from you this week? Um, no, I'm still plugging away at Tainted Mind, which I am, I still have about 15,000 more to write by the end of the month. Okay. And I have to write a whole other, uh, short story. Hey. So, <laughs> Get on it. I, I am a little behind. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm I, behind I took, on my stuff too. I took vacation. I really took vacation. You're allowed so. to take a vacation. Yes. Yes. I'm now I'm good. behind. So now I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta write more, write more, write more. So, and and but, you know I've been plugging this every week, but yep. this is yeah. release month. We are almost to release day, and if you go to my Facebook page, and I'll share the link in our show notes uh, after uh, after the show's over, we have the arc list open until tomorrow. We close the arc list tomorrow. This is your last chance to sign up if you want to get a copy, the advanced review copy of Acknowledge and Heal, a woman-focused guide to PTSD. It'll be releasing on August 26th. We put so much work into this. This book will hopefully help a lot of people. It has been a really interesting project to be a part of. Um, I'm so proud of Virginia for, for branching out and trying a, you know, a different avenue with the women's guide. We're going to be doing one for first responders down the line, for men specifically. There's going to be a Spanish translation coming down the pipe. So we've got a lot of things that we're going to be doing to expand the series to touch as many people as possible. Cool. So Congrats that's my news for the month. And we'll Congrats. be back next week. Next week, we'll see you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody in the chat. It was wonderful seeing you guys. We hope to see you again soon. Until then, take care, guys. Thank <laughs> you.